The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. Today, I'm joined by real estate broker Mark Henricks of Keller Williams. Mark, thank you for joining us. It's my pleasure to be here, Tony. No, and uh, so we just met not too long ago. Uh, our good friend Emma Butler That's hosted right. an event, and uh, we got a chance to, you know, connect. And just a great guy. Loved loved your energy, very chill vibe, make people feel comfortable around you. Ditto. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was fun. We had a good time. Absolutely. So now you now in Chicago, but originally uh, from Nebraska, Correct. been there for most of your life, and we're in real estate there. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I've lived the majority of my life in Nebraska, all of my life in Nebraska. Okay. But we, my wife and I moved here to Chicago um, just last year. Okay. Yeah. About this time last year, we did sort of a, a three-month trial period in Wicker Park. Loved it. Decided to to move on, move on in, make yeah. it permanent. So. Oh, so, and, and as you were telling me, your wife's also in architecture, so real estate's in the family. Yeah. You know, she's in the... the uh, more technical side of architecture and works for a really cool high-tech company and uh, Chicago is such a great hub for that. She could work from wherever, but being here where you can hop on a plane, go, yeah. you know, Omaha is almost always a two-stop when you're flying around, so it's nice nice to have the, the airports here. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So what have you noticed as far as the, the, the difference in terms of the, the, the real estate, right? The way that, I mean, I know you're fairly new here, right? It's only been yeah. less than a year. Right. So, so yeah, what, what, what have, what's like stood out to you as far as the transition from Nebraska to here or Lincoln? For sure, for sure. So Omaha. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Omaha. No, no, sorry, no that's no. cool. Um, so I got my start there. I mean, I've been at it for 20 years. So I have a really great book of business there and still have a, a team there that I'm part of that that they're handling everything and and uh, to be honest I mean I, I had my very best year in business last year 2022 most houses sold highest in volume. Nebraska it, for me oh, personal wow. yeah, my yeah. personal record yeah and so uh, of course I throw everything into a blender and and move to Chicago but uh, Chicago's been on our minds for a long time so I, I, to me the market has changed a lot, both both here in Chicago, uh, Omaha, really everywhere. Um, it is a. It, I've never seen anything quite like it. It's a, it's definitely a tighter market. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I would say you know the differences are are very personal. Like I I am building my network here, and I've always built my business through relationships. So you know. To me, it's it's more about kind of feel like I've been playing shoots and ladders, and I hit that ladder that takes me all the way down to the bottom, and yeah. and now I'm just out there making friends and meeting people and getting into relationship with people. So, but it's all mindset. I mean, you have that mindset of of carrying that success success into this new market, but it's also that um, I mean, I'm sure it was a, a leap of faith, right, on one end, but it's also that I'm sure there's a lot of confidence from the experience that you've gathered in, in a applying some of those same principles, even though it's a different city, different market, but it's still Midwest. I mean, I'm sure that there's some similarities. It, it is. And and I feel incredibly fortunate that I my business is, is still humming along in Omaha. 
uh, to give me the opportunity to, yeah, starting over is is probably the wrong word, but I I love the idea of reinventing myself here and really like you know what do I want to concentrate on now and it, and I in some respects I haven't quite figured that out too. I mean there are, I'm interested in a lot of things. I mean I I have my luxury designation, so I love working high end properties. That's great. Um, so I also love development. I've been talking to a lot of developers about you know different projects that maybe infill projects in Chicago, which are hard to come by right now. But you know, it just the ability to uh, go after something new is I feel really fortunate to be in that position right now. Yeah. And, yeah. and what have you learned what like so far in terms of this new endeavor? What what's what's something that you had to really yet yeah, acquire as far as a skill or or just an approach? You know, I, I think patience is one thing. <laughs> um, I'm not, at this point in my career, I, I'm not above doing cold calling or door knocking for a business, but that's that's really not where I, I shine. And I, I, again, I feel blessed that I, I have the opportunity to get into relationship with people. And I, I like to do things, I mean, whether it's be part of the arts or you and I've talked about, you know, love dining, Epicurean things, I mean, you know, you know, whether it's wine or food and, and, you know, meeting people in those situations or just having real conversations. I mean, that's, that's how I built my business in Omaha. And it's nice to build it that way here. I just feel like it's, it's more natural. Um, I genuinely care about my clients and, and have something in common with them. Uh, yeah, I like to have fun while we're <laughs> doing real estate. I mean, it's it's a complex, uh, stressful. You know, everyone understands that it's one of the most stressful things you can go through. But I, I think if you can have uh, a solid basis for a relationship and trust, then it just makes it that much easier and more fun as as you go through the process. Absolutely. Yeah. And you mentioned the arts. That's something that. You really thought you're like you're pursuing that as a career, as a drummer, being part of a band, getting out of college, and actually that's how you got started in real estate, right? Was yeah, taking kind of side jobs to maintain or to to try to provide while you were pursuing that career. Right. So I, I was a a music major in school. I was actually a vocal major. So oh no way. Yeah, and loved doing uh, music you theater some pipes, stuff. Huh? Now and again, I, yeah. I you'll find me singing okay. some karaoke or whatnot. And here now, I was but, thinking it was just drums. I, I would be excited to hear you sing. Yeah, no. Um, so, you know, still every once in a while in Omaha, you'd see me on stage doing some musicals. And who who knows? Uh, Chicago has a lot of talent, though. I'll tell you that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I got my degree. And uh, I can't believe my parents never complained about this. But I promptly joined a rock band after getting my, you know, fancy uh you know, college yeah, degree. Yeah. yeah. So I hit at least the, had their support. Yeah. I, I hit the, uh, hit the road and, um, recorded three albums with the band and, and, uh, really en- enjoyed that part of my life. But, uh, you know, I have two kids from a previous marriage and when number two came along, it was like, all right, time to make some money. But as you alluded to while I was you know, being a rock star, I, all of my day jobs were in apartment management and, uh, the real estate thing just, just fit me perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it seems like your personality too, just from the perspective of it, it almost seems like if you didn't have real estate, you'd find a way 
to build those relationships with people and, and have those conversations and just have that lifestyle that it seems like you, you mentioned before, you know, uh, working smarter, not harder, and that you're not about that that grind culture and hustle. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this is a, this is an industry where you'll see perception is like you're on 24/7. I'm there for my clients 24/7. Of course, I'm gonna you know help my clients through everything, but right. um, there's much more to life than work. And you want to enjoy those things, the and fruits you, of your labor, yeah. right? And and I feel like that's it's it's when I'm not working that I meet my clients, right? So I guess you're always working, but it, it is it is truly a, a lifestyle too. But uh, yeah, I my passion has always been to well at first entertain people, <laughs> and I think uh, that's somewhat it's a little egotistical. It gets a little ego driven. And as I've gotten older, I'd, I'd rather just help people. And, you know, even if it's not real estate, I mean, just again, getting into relationship with people, connecting with people. Um, this job to me is all about, uh, you know, protecting people from themselves, <laughs> making sure they're making the right decisions. Yep. And, uh, you know, having their best interests uh, in my mind the whole time and, and things typically, you know, go a lot smoother that way. Absolutely, they do. Yeah. And I mean, that's yeah. for anything, right? When you actually yeah. care. I mean, and, and people say all the time when they have they meet their clients and they become friends, but how, you have to make time for your friends, too, right? If, if that's going to be part of it, right. you have to have those those things built in and, and not be all about work because then you won't have those relationships yeah so that's absolutely. really important yeah. so what advice would you give to newer especially now in this market where you've seen I'm sure you've seen it all in terms of the markets over the last yeah what is it 20 years you've been in yeah 20 years Crazy. 2003 yeah. yeah so made it through the first big financial crash and yeah. um <clears throat> yeah i you know the industry has changed a lot and i think what what the uh public once has changed too, and they're demanding a very high quality of service. And and I've seen this a huge shift go towards teams. Mm. And we would have had a very different conversation ten years ago if we talked about this. I would have said, "Well, of course they're selling all those homes because they're they've got a team." And I didn't understand the concept behind a team. And what I'm what I would tell somebody now that's that's looking to get into it, you do not have to. You don't have to do all the things. I mean, real estate's been a very interesting uh, job because you, there are very few industries where, you know, one person is doing it all. I mean, whether it's your doctor or attorney or uh, any professional services, the, the person that checks you in at at the front office is not the same person that is doing, you know, not the same person that's cleaning your teeth yep, or drilling your teeth yep. or finishing. So real estate for such a long time, I mean, and this is how I learned is that I had to do it all. And what I've discovered, and mostly through being at Keller Williams, uh, they're all, you know, very much about systems and tools and processes and you know, keeping keeping yourself in what we call the twenty percent, and I think you and I maybe talked about this. Like twenty percent of what you do is really your special sauce. That's yep. what you do, and only you can do. The other eighty percent, you could really probably leverage. You could have somebody else do it that would really enjoy it, do it much better than you. And so, I think finding what that twenty percent is, 
as quickly as you can and going all in is really important. Absolutely. No, and I think uh, as, as you're saying, and I just think about even myself and trying to do it all, and, and I don't know why. And it's one of these things where maybe it's trust of like, can someone do it as well? They won't do it as well because, right. you know, it's not their name on it. And, you know, so, so and, and that comes from experience, too, that as you try to count on people and you realize if they don't have a you know stake in the game, then they're not going to take it as seriously as you do. Did you find that it was more so a mindset shift around seeing yourself growing? Because I think that kind of mindset keeps you in a place of where makes it difficult to expand, makes it difficult to grow, makes it difficult to uh, have balance between a personal life and a business life. In some ways, I was forced into it knowing that I was leaving Omaha. And uh, so I had to find some somebody or some bodies that could take on my business once I'd left. I mean, you know, nice book of business, um, still getting calls. And so you were doing it. All your own up to that point? Um, I have had people come in and out of my mm-hmm. life. I, you know, for a while, my wife was helping me. For a while, I had a buyer's agent that was helping me. Uh, you know, another agent that was taking both listings and, and uh, purchasers. And so I've, I've, it's, it's grown and changed and shifted a lot over the years. Uh, but I think, you know, one of the, one of the truisms, you can't, um, you really can't, like multiply yourself. It's not, I'm not looking for, um, you know, a mini me, but what you, what you can grow is, you know, your, uh, what I would say is like, uh, what you want your business to look like, you know, what your moral compass is. I mean, just work ethic, things like that. I mean, you, you can't just multiply yourself. But finding people, and again, this is finding out, you know, what other people's skills are, how they can help you. And, you know, the the woman that I'm working with in Omaha, Ashley, she is incredibly organized. I'm not the most organized person. Hmm. So, I mean, in some ways, my you know, now my clients are benefiting from that. Plus, you know, we have other people on the team that really shine and have big personalities as well. So I think... Uh, you know, kind of being forced into like, okay, there are other people that can help me. It's not the Mark show all the time. So absolutely. No, yeah. and that's so important. So yeah. important. So how is the way you've had to market yourself changed? I mean, one thing is going out in relationships, you meet people and there's that, that's, I mean, that's why people market themselves is to get to that point where they can meet people, right. And, and, and see where that goes. But as you've come into this new market and as you've learned over the last two decades, what have you had to implement that's different? One, being here, but then two, just as times change that um, that you've had to adapt. Yeah, I would say primarily, you know, my marketing, I mean, again, I kind of hold them in two different hands but um, between Omaha and here. Um, I joined a, a solid group of individuals called Livian here at Keller Williams. And we have maybe about 10 agents on the team, but some people that are, are you know, longtime Chicagoans that, and we cover all of Chicago land. And, you know, these people, I mean, I think the team has sold over 4,000 homes collectively, you know, over the years. So, I mean, it's a really great group. And I'm taking a piece of my own advice, like, you know, get with a team that 
that can help me grow and learn and know what the market is. And, you know, so obviously we've got newsletters and such. But for me personally, it's it's mostly uh, social media, some TikTok now and again, Instagram, Facebook. And it's it's videos. I Most of my stuff is, is centered around education. Hmm. Do you find that is that kind of content leads to things or, or is it more so using it as a content for like a content library for your clients or people that you're already uh, like in contact with? I would say it always leads to things and yeah. it's, it's always hard to quantify, right? Um, but people are always watching. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And somebody may not comment, somebody may not hit that like button and then you're in conversation with them uh, a year later, they say, I saw that post. And it really made me understand this, 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 and wow, that's incredible. That's cool. <laughs> so I mean, it, it. I'm sure it happens to you. No, oh, of course. I mean, we build a lot of content, right? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> there's always that, and and, and it's and it, it, you do see the value that you're bringing yeah. to others as well when they come to you and say, "Hey, this really helped me," or "This, you know, helped clarify things for me." What advice would you give then to, let's say, a, a new uh, broker, a new mm-hmm. you know, realtor that's going out there and and with everything you've kind of done, if you had to start anew, what would be the things that you would focus on in terms of really just being successful in this very competitive industry? Yeah. I mean, is, are you asking like specifically social media wise? Or no, just, no, just in general. Like, just, where, like where would you yeah. pick to, to, to start your focus on to make sure that you're having the greatest impact on your business, whether that be network marketing, social media, I mean, mm-hmm. all of the above, like, is it, does it have to be a full on effort these days or can you start in one area and, and you know, right. kind of expand on that? I think, you know, to me, it's, it's find out what you enjoy. I mean, it, because what I enjoy certainly may not be what other people enjoy. And again, if you can't be shy, you have to tell people what you do. Um, you know, we call it the mayor campaign. I'm running for mayor. You know, I I sell houses. You know, I help people buy, sell, invest in real estate. That's going to come up in conversation. People love to talk about it, but you cannot be shy about it. If you feel awkward about that, then you either need to look at another part of the real estate game because <laughs> um, there there may be a place for you, um, but it may not be tip of the spear salesperson. Yeah. So to me, it's finding out um, what you enjoy because again, it's a, it's a tough it's a tough business. But okay. if it, you know where you can be your authentic self, meet other people that that need your help, and I think you know. The other part is, uh, you know, asking for business is really difficult for new agents. And, you know, having that shift, and I can't tell you exactly when this happened for me, but. Uh, so sorry. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> Parking out there. So did you, did you park out there? I did. Is it on this side of the street? No. Okay, across? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I have it to, to move because there's uh, no no parking from 4 to 6 p.m. That's right. <laughs> I read your direction. Yeah. But um, what's I going to say? Um, Made you lose your train of thought there. I know. Lost that. Um, starting out, though. Starting out in the market. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we going to edit this? Of course. Of course. Now we have to. <laughs> Do you want me to ask again? No. Let me think about this for a sec. Um, I'm sorry. Sorry. I totally forgot about that alarm. 
God, I was zeroing in on a really, it was going to be like the most amazing thing I was going to say all day. My fault. Uh, <laughs> it's no problem. Or do I need to cross my legs back the other way? Because now no, it's going to no. be. You're good. You're totally good. Um, and we're talking about doing things that you want to do. Yeah, just ask me again. Cool. I'll riff. No. Okay. So what advice would you give um, someone starting out? Like, where would they focus? Is it network marketing? Is it social media? Is it all of the above? Kind of, you know, an all-out attack? Or should you pick something and get good at it and then add to it? Right. Yeah. So to me, um, you know, finding out what you love. I mean, be be real with yourself. What, what do I enjoy doing? Um, and you know, being very vocal about what you do. You cannot be shy in this business. You need to tell people like, hey, this is, this is what I do. Uh, help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate. And people always have questions. They love to hear about real estate. And what I was gonna say is, you know, it, it's hard to ask for business but I think what I what I've seen with newer agents is that, you know you need to have a, a shift where you are coming from contribution, and you always need to come from contribution. I'm here to help you. You know there are a lot of uh, not so great agents out there uh-huh. who might just uh, you know be in it for the money, and um, you know people tend to get uh, commission breath is what we call it. Yeah, and it's. It's apparent, but if you really, truly care about people and are knowledgeable, I mean, I want to be the economist of choice. I want to tell people, no, here's what's really going on and explain the best ways to proceed. It, if you come from that position, it, it just it's so much easier. So that, to me, is, is one of the most important things to, to learn and internalize as a, as a new agent. And you mentioned the like the commission breath. I've never heard that. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, and, it's and very true. Yeah, no, it really does. <laughs> and and I guess how do you combat that when you hold this title that others do that don't treat the the responsibilities or, or, or the opportunity in a way that you're doing, which is adding value to others first? Do you find that there is a, a negative perception uh, with realtors these days because so many people are wanting to get into, you know, whether it be investing, whether it be um, you know, selling real estate, but sure. it's just a hot thing right now. I, yeah, I think it's always been a hot thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And and it, there are a lot of a lot of misconceptions, and, and and people flock into this industry. But you know, right now we're seeing the mass exodus. I mean, I heard the statistic the other day. I haven't really checked on it, but an agent gets out of the business every three seconds. Holy smokes! Yeah, I mean, it's it's like three hundred thousand have already left since January one. I mean, it's so. Well, those are the order takers, the one that just showed up because it was such a demand. Well, sure. And, and, and you didn't have to work for it. And, and you don't know what you don't know. And, right. and it's it's one of the few jobs. I mean, it's always kind of it's beyond me how this really happens. But but you can, you know, take two 60 hour classes or two 30 hour classes, 60 hours, take a test and you are unleashed upon society to handle their most expensive asset. And you know, the, the bar to entry is, is pretty low. Not an easy test to pass, but I would just say that, you know, you don't have a degree. There are some people that do have real estate degrees, of course. You know, I have a music degree. Most don't, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've never, I really, right. you don't but, hear that. You know, and 
I am much more steeped in education now than I ever have been. I mean, I, I, I find it fascinating and I feel like, you know, it paralyzes people from making decisions. You know, people ask me all the time, should I buy right now? Well, the answer is you, you know, the best time to buy a home is always five years ago. Yep. Always. Yep. No, absolutely. So, you know, it's... You and know, if it's right for you. But understanding, you know, trends, understanding, you know, what that real estate is a long-term investment. You know, yes, of course, you could maybe hit a quick short home run or, you know, and knock it out of the park and, and have something you can flip and turn around right away. Those are pretty rare. And so you, you know, really need to know what's going on. And I I pride myself in knowing what's going on. So I, I think, uh, you know, as a new agent, get involved, really spend time in the office, really go deep on all aspects of, of real estate. What's, you know, well, not all aspects, but, but what you really care about, what you want to do. Become, become the neighborhood expert. Become, you know, the expert in in you know, your city or, you know, know what's going on nationally, too, because you, you need to speak intelligently about it. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. All great stuff. If people want to follow that content and want to learn yeah. more about you and about, you know, just some of the education you're putting out there, how can they find you online? Right. You know, I would just say, like, Instagram is always a great place to find me, and it's uh, Henrik's Experience. So H-I-N-R-I-C-H-S, Experience. So you can find me there. Um, yeah. That's probably the best place. That's, that's the best place. That's amazing. Well, I appreciate you. I thank you for coming in and just talking about yourself a little bit, sharing about your experiences and being a part of this community. My pleasure. Thank you, brother. All right. Have a good one.